Okay. Here we are, back with a, another drop podcast. Um, what's up? Uh, so I did my first, my first little shindig at, at the property. Um, it was really cool. Had a lot of fun. Um. Uh, Yeah, had a lot of fun. I just did like a bonfire, like a classic Midwest thing. Um, and yeah, hold on, I need to get some music. And then what else happened? Okay, so check this out. So my water turned off. My water turned off, so I didn't. I didn't have water the whole time. So basically, everybody that came had to, um, basically they had to, uh, use these jugs, these jugs of water that I had, and and they had to use that to wash their hands, fill up the toilet, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was, it was... It was just, it was an adventure. I, I, I was, I was really happy with it. You know, I just, I'm just glad that that I got to like host something, um, and make use of my property. You know, like that's the biggest thing I feel is just making use of the property. Like it just feels, feels good, and and you know, make it feel lived in. You know, give it some life. You know, I did a little fire. Uh, my my fridge. Is, is stacked with like food and, and candy and stuff you know um i'm just really excited about it really happy about it um hold on let's get some music let's do what should i do Okay. So Hold on. Alright. So now the conversation begins. Hmm. What has been up with me? I'm a little tired. Um like I said, I mean I was just I was just up late late yesterday. Um doing things and then today at work um here it's 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 weird it's weird at the job um because we'll have weeks where uh we'll have weeks where things are smooth and really easy and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it's like in one day it's like there's all these issues you know and so today was just one of those days so a lot of the day was you know it was a good day but it just felt
it's just sometimes it gets to a point where um where you have like three things on your list to do and and people keep coming up asking you questions and stuff um which is fine like i i'm very comfortable with that um you know i like whenever i can feel useful uh, one of the reasons why i think i'm i'm just really happy with with my job and, and yeah like it's 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 crazy that i could get to this point you know and and this is not an accident. I mean, for me, I guess it kind of is. But seriously, like the thing that that changed my life, I feel, is Jordan Peterson. Like I, I didn't. It's like you hear these things and it's good. You know what I mean? Like it helps you. But it's like you don't get it, and so you look back. You know, it's like wow wow like that's true everything he said works um take up responsibility you know um keep your chin up be confident like that's one thing that i've been seeing myself just like this change of of confidence uh this this so i'm a huge people pleaser you know, huge people pleaser. And that's another thing that I realize is that you can't please people. You know what I mean? It's like people have to learn to please themselves. So, you know, kind of letting go of, of some of that. And I was thinking a lot about it today. Um, like, where is a lot of my people pleasing rooted in? And, and so I was just looking back a lot. You know my life and everything and I find I think I find that um, well I don't know if it's rooted here but this is kind of where my my brain took me so well actually another thing I've been thinking about like now that I'm more confident with speaking and with myself and with my body language is now how to use my charisma and how to use my voice most effective and so i've been trying to figure out like what's the best way to communicate this is another thing it's like this is the beginning of a problem right and right now my brain is so i have the issue and now my brain is working on fixing it you know what i mean like now i've set the problem and and now i'm trying to build the equation and so i guarantee you like a year two years later you'll see me you know, being very effective on this, but that's that that's just a side note. That's just something that that I find. But you know, where is this insecurity rooted in, um, or like this people pleasing? And and so the 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 journey I took starts with this. Oh, and by the way, here's me switching up how I usually talk. So usually. Um, usually I'll start at the end, my solution, and then work my way backwards. But now I'm going to try and start from the beginning and work you through my thoughts. So, um, I think, so, I mean, just, just thinking about, um, about the event I had last night and, you know, the way that. I don't know, I mean, I just made, like, a few jokes, and, and I was kind of thinking about it, and I was like, well, I mean, they were kind of dumb, but then I was like, I was like, I mean, like, you made them, and in the end, it was, like, fine, you know what I mean, and and whatever, but it's like, how could I have made that better? So, so it's no, it wasn't a conversation of, oh, you messed up, it was like, it, it was like, I thought about something, and I was like, oh, that would have been so funny, and it's like, oh, I wish I said that. You know, so it's more like a feedback loop in a positive way than a feedback loop in like a self-deprecating way. You know what I mean? Um, although there is a slight self-deprecation and, and stuff like that. But, you know, it helps to take a step back and just be like, it's just data. You know what I mean? Just to view it as data. You have to get out there and you have to have experience. 
um, in order to collect data to get better at whatever it is that you're, you know, exploring into or diving into, you know what I mean? Um, and so, um, yeah, so I mean, it's just data, but you know, if I was to handle X situation better, I would have said this instead of that or acted in this way instead of that way. Um, mainly because I think it's more funny to me, like what I thought up of later, which, you know, I could explain the whole situation, but well, all right, fine. So basically, uh, someone was saying that he went to the restroom or that he went to take a leak with another guy that, that he set up, he goes, I got to take a leak. And then the guy goes, oh yeah, me too. And then he was like, oh, I'll show you my spot. And I was like, and then he was about to keep going with the story. And I said, hold on, hold on. Are we just going to skim past the part where you da, 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 da. And then like in his face, like I could see like, like disturbed, like, like he was, he wasn't with it. And so then I was, I was just thinking like, okay, so like my goal isn't to make people feel bad. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not what I want to do. Um, it's just at that time I wasn't thinking about what was the goal of that, of that, um, point you know what i mean and i i think i handled the outro well like one thing i've been learning how to do is just like cut it when, it when it's good to cut you know what i mean like and by that i mean a joke like like sometimes a joke just needs to end you know what i mean end so that you can stay on top you know um so i handled that well but now it's like okay but how can the actual delivery of the joke be more inclusive like make people feel like oh that's funny you know what I mean? But also just like, I don't know. Like, not that I was trying to make a point. Like, obviously I don't care, but I just thought it was a funny thing to say. But, um, you know, so I just don't know. I, I was just giving him a hard time about it. Uh, but then I was thinking like, okay, wait, but what if I said, and, and this dude was, was black. So I was like, what if I said something like, like, oh, so you're going to, um, so I was just going to skim over the fact that, like, I don't know, like, you showed him your big black or whatever. Um, or that you guys were, I don't know, crushing. I don't know, whatever. I thought it was something that was good. I can't think of it now, but it was good. Um, but anyway, but I, I was thinking it's like, you know, like, I'm a creative person. And so I feel like a better, more enjoyable, more fun use of my mentality would be to th think of more um physical more artistic things to say like like i want to make pictures in people's heads whenever i speak you know that's my goal i want to paint you a picture so that you can see it because because i want you to to understand like fully this the situations and get the nuances and everything and, like i want to create a movie in your head basically and just learning how to communicate like that, you know, better. But anyway, but I also want to do that with humor because I love humor. And I love whenever people make me laugh in a way that doesn't, you know, make me feel awkward or uncomfortable or bad about myself. You know what I mean? So, and then also that solves the issue of, you know, people pleasing because I, I can say, like, it gives me more tools in conversation. I can say some topic or subject of how I feel, but also you know, add a little funny com comical twist on it, you know what I mean, and, and, uh, so yeah, but, um, so, yeah, so, I mean, whatever, uh, but that happened, and, and I was just thinking about it, um, and, Oh, shoot, what else? Uh, I had, a, I had an outside point to this. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, So, yeah, I make this statement, and then I thought it was something better. And at first, I was I was, I was, was taking, like, a more defensive twist on it. Like, I, I was trying to defend myself, and, and, like, oh, like, whatever. I don't know. Because I just felt like maybe it wasn't as good, but then I thought back about it, and I was like, I mean, it's just whatever, like, it's just, 
at the at the end of the day, we're all good, you know, we're all homies. Um, but I could have I could have been better, you know, just about making everybody feel at home, welcomed, you know, loved, you know. Um, but you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a better way to communicate. Yeah, and I, and I think that was my takeaway at that moment. But back on, like, the train of, like, where did my people-pleasing come from and, like, this insecurity is, like, okay, so I, now I catch myself, like, in this feedback loop, but it was negative at the time. Like, it, it wasn't a positive feedback loop. And so I'm thinking, um, you know, just about the situation, how I could have been better, blah, blah, blah. And then I was, like, wait, like, dude, slow down. Like, it's it's cool. It's fine. Like, it's not... It's not that serious. And then I was like, I was like, okay. Um, I was like, okay, so, you know, what? what is this about? And then I started having this conversation with myself, like, I, like as if I was talking to myself. And, and I was thinking about my relationship with men and women. And how I I've always had more female friends and, and as of today it hasn't been on purpose. You know what I mean? Like, I mean it was on purpose. It, it no, it was on purpose back in the day. And then it started to become I was stuck. Like then it started to become a struggle. And here's where this all came from. It was like it was like I so I I started middle school and that's whenever I can remember you know what I mean grade school I didn't care about anything I was just you know I was friend, I was with whoever would talk to me but I mean I had insecurities back then too but you know coming into middle school I was the only guy that in that small school that was friends with females and also came from public school so I felt like I had like a superiority on people you know, that I was able to look past, like, the gender barrier, the gender wall, you know. Like, I felt, I, I, I genuinely felt like I was above and better. Like, like not even sugarcoating anything. Like, this is how I was. Um, and I'm having fun with that idea as of late, by the way. Like, like my ego. I've been playing with that a lot in my music. Um, just kind of making fun of it. Owning the idea that I have an ego, and that we all have an ego, and and I don't know, just whatever. But anyway, but here's where I came to the conclusion of it's like I think this put something in my head of judgment, you know, like intense, heavy judgment on myself because you know I see in myself the same things that I see in this other person who I know in my life who who I, I don't like, and, and, you know, I'm, and I'm just seeing all this, like, resentful issues that, that he has, and anger issues, and ego issues, and, and I'm seeing just so much of it, and, and how similar we are, you know, and I'm trying to think, like, where does that happen, you know, and, and I think for me personally, like, everybody's different, but I think for me personally, like, I was a major simp, you know what I mean, for, for the ladies, some meaning that I, um, it's hard to define, but the only way I can really define it is by describing it, so it, it would be like if I had two chairs, there were, there were, there, so my friends walk in the door, I'm like, oh, what's up, bros, and then a girl walks by, and I'm, I'm like pushing them away so that I can get the female's attention, like type of deal, like, like you put the attention of someone you don't even know, but they're female before anything else. Um, essentially, making your relationships very unstable and 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 trust non-existent, you know. Um, which I'm starting to think is is more and more crucial in in relationships is trust, like just in humans, like just thinking about like. Like, why do we like whenever people touch our necks or, or our backs, you know? Um, 
why do we like to like cuddle with each other well i mean besides just like physical intimacy it's like there's like trust you know what i mean like like your your neck is a very vulnerable spot and so whenever someone's kissing it or like whenever they play bite it you know it's like that's 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 um it's very attractive because it's like that's trust you know or at least that's that's my deduction from it um and anyway so uh the point being there that trust is crucial element crucial element and so if if you prize these these ran these women that just enter randomly you know what i mean there's no there's zero trust in your friendship and and and, and women make up half of the earth's population so it's like it's like if you if you lose if your relationship is second class to half of the population like that's that's dangerous for a relationship. But anyway, like it's unpredictable is basically what I'm trying to say. So unpredictable, untrustworthiness, um, and just dickiness. Uh so so yeah, so, but but anyway, so so getting back to it is like I was a major simp back in middle school and I mean still even like I think only recently I've only like let go of that um but you know just um being in in middle school it was like i pushed away every male i could because i would get approval from women it's like girls would tell me they would say it's like oh men are so mature but then i'm like oh but josh you're different you know what i mean it's like josh you're xyz you know what i mean and and Oh, like, Josh is cool, you know what I mean? Like, I would always get, like, like I liked that. I liked being, like, the the guy that was, like, on the female side, you know what I mean? And But you also got to understand, like, this was, like, 6th, 7th grade, you know what I mean? Like, this is this is whenever girls are dumb and, and unaccepting of the fact that they're human beings, too. And, and just, just super judgmental about boys. But anyway, but, but I was, I realized it's, like, women in my life was judgment on myself i reflected my judgment on myself through women um you know i saw this as or i saw women as like the the judge on me that's yeah that's the best way to put it i saw women well no 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 the best way to put it is women in my life were a reflection of my judgment on myself my judgment against masculinity it was like i was i wanted to be as far away from masculine as i could because i felt like that because i saw it as immature gross um and whatever and 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 i i was confirmed through maybe not them thinking this on purpose but it was confirmed in my head through the mirroring of my inner feelings onto women whenever they would talk to me um their approval approved in my brain my behavior of anti-masculinity and such but that's you know i am a male you know what i mean so i was going against myself you know what i mean um so it's just chaos like whenever you deny your own self it's like that's just, it just doesn't work so anyway um So anyway, but then, you know, you get older and women realize that what they want is masculinity. And they let go of these stupid, I'm more mature than you behaviors. And, uh, and, and then it starts to become relationships. But I was still stuck. I was like, hold on. Like, all these women that are my friends are now starting to be friends with everybody. Like, all the other boys. And I was like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? And so then I realized it's like... It's, it's like, then I start judging every action of a man. Like, I start being like, oh, well, he does this. And it, it's a comparison of myself. Like a, like a method, I think, of just... You know, just... Just the, the negativity against anything masculine at all you know what i mean um 
Because femininity represented, like, like, worth, I guess. Like, like, masculine, or I guess not even that, but masculinity just represented the worst possible trash to ever exist. And so I was just so confused, you know, by the time I got to eighth grade and and probably a little bit of freshman year um I was I was resentful you know what I mean like how come I'm you know different than all these guys yet all these guys are getting you know the attention or whatever but anyway but so then I, I was just you know insecure and I, I feel like I was losing it because not losing my myself but like I, I just feel like I was losing my life you know what I mean because um because like I, I just felt like everything that was positive toward me I was not getting rejected for it you know um shoot where did I take this from oh yeah but anyway so so yeah but anyway but then you know by that point I had rejected all men so it was like it's like you can't just come back with your tail between your legs and say oh forgive me you know what I mean so then I was just trying to figure it out and even in the freshman year like I was just so used to having female friends so it was like like I enter high school and then I'm like okay like what do I do you know I don't play any sports I don't accept my masculinity like I was basically a feeble Feeble, uh, what's the right word? I was feeble. I was just weak. And insecure and cowering and malicious resent, you know? Uh, and, and I judged a lot as a reflection of, of pushing down, like keeping myself as farther farther from masculine as I could like I just wanted to keep myself separate from them but all the same still trying to figure out why is it that all them who treat women and I mean seriously though like so masculinity has its limits right it's like well there's a difference between masculine and and just animalistic behavior you know I mean there's still respect you know respect to well, there's masculinity, but masculinity I don't think necessarily includes like the. Well, basically, I knew guys in in high school that would trade news that they would get. You know what I mean? Like that's fucked up. You know what I mean? I I know guys in high school that they would make bets with each other on whose girl's ass they could touch. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I think I was I was fairly right to ask the question of why are these boys like this and, and having friends but anyway, I was resentful but you know it didn't help though that I rejected masculinity you know what I mean it just didn't help um so anyway but then that also put me in a path where the only female friends that I would make well the only friends I would make weren't men um so I I feel like I never got to truly experience a non, how, how do I say it? See, any, any, a relationship between men and women is just different. And here's why. It's because with a female, it's like, even though you don't think about it, like I have tons of female friends that's like, I don't even, like I look at them and I, I would never think like, oh, like we should, you know, like I want to have sex, you know what I mean? But it's like no matter what, you know that there's limitations to that relationship because of what could happen, you know, because of the the possibility that, you know, they're a girl and I'm a man and I'm sexually attracted to women and they're sexually attracted to men. You know what I mean? It's like that conversation is always kind of there. Or it's like not that conversation, but that, that energy. And it it shows whenever it's like you just don't, like, you don't wrestle with your female friends, but, like, you'll wrestle with a dude. You know what I mean? It's, it's just different. 
But anyway, so I was lacking in any male companionship, you know, and, and I got into a female relationship. Like, I had a girlfriend. And so that's where, like, more physical contact came in. But it was a, um, it was a male and female contact. So it's, it's still different. Like, it's not masculine energy aggression, you know. And so all that was inside of me still. And I still had this thing in my head where it's like, I'm better, you know, and um, I'm better because I don't ask girls for news and I don't, you know, do X, Y, Z. Um, so, um, yeah, but anyway, I just, I thought it was better. And then, and then, oh yeah, but here's the the point I was making. And then the, fe- the female friends I did have weren't the ones that were you know, like, normal people, it would be, like, the non-fuckable women, like, the ones that are highly feministic, like, like, Nazi, like, I, I don't even have an issue with, with wanting, you know, equal rights, but it's whenever you're tearing down men, it's like, that's the friends that I had, so it just further puts me in this place where it's like, men are bad, men are bad, men are bad, and that's being confirmed, you know, um, so it's just like rejecting my whole self, you know what I mean? Like it's crazy, but anyway, but uh Yeah, and then just like all this negativity. Like I find highly hyper political people in life in general, but especially whenever they're young in grade school cuz they're so um they're so what is it? Um so self-righteous and so self-knowing or not self-knowing, but so egotistic you know what i mean it's like it's like they have all the answers and you're dumb if you disagree or whatever but anyway so it's like just being around all these hyper political activistic type of individuals um or idealistic uh you know it's just it's just insecurity on insecurity on insecurity it's just lost people further confirming our lostness you know and it wasn't until I made a huge mistake and then lost all of those friends that I started to kind of reflect and realize that I was missing a huge piece of my life. And that's my own masculinity. It was like my own acceptance towards myself. And it wasn't even until I got out of high school that I was able to kind of, you know, look deeper into that. And I mean, obviously, like, it, like I was always trying to figure it out, but it was like Jordan Peterson is the one that kind of took me and, and showed me this, like, you know what, masculinity isn't wrong. It's actually very useful, and, and we all want it. You know, we, we, we want masculinity because it's a crucial piece to the success of, of a country or the success of, of you in your life, and here's why you should welcome masculinity you know same thing with womenhood it's like here's why you should welcome womenhood and I I can't really speak on that because I'm not that you know but I know as far as masculinity goes it's like just learning to accept you know that side of me and try to explore that it's like I'm much happier because this is what I want you know that that aggressive like I want to play sports I want to find teams you know I want to belong to something, you know, that I am. And I want those relationships where I can just be a dick, you know what I mean? Where I can just, you know, be who I want to be, you know? And and those relationships where the judgment of of you are worthy of carrying on life doesn't exist, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I, I just realize how important that is. Um... And, and I don't know why it all stemmed from from that, but I guess it's just the conversation of insecurity, like, oh, people-pleasing. It's like all of my life I was just trying to please women because they were the judge, you know? Like, I just wanted the judge to love me, God to love me, you know what I mean? Like, I just, like, I wanted that, you know? And, and same with, like, my parents, I guess, I don't know. But, well, I think it stemmed from there and reflected in all aspects of my life. You know, because, I don't know, I guess I became a huge judge of myself through the eyes of someone else, you know, of femininity, femininity, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, so a lot of what I've been doing is learning to accept, 
like that masculinity and then also also coming to grips with the fact that I'm not a good person but then realizing that that's something that you have to work on and then realizing that that that's not some that the bad side of you the shadow as whichever philosopher talks about like that's a crucial element to you and in manhood is is being able to be different things at different moments being able to be emotional and being able to be loving and caring and kind but also knowing how to be firm and strong and and being able to hurt people's feelings and being a genuine person to them because a lot of people like to sugarcoat you know a lot of people sugarcoat information and so you know a lot of people don't even know how to express how they think because of the fact that they never do express how they think so they don't even know how to think about their genuine thoughts or think about how to express their genuine thoughts because all they think about is is what they should say instead of their genuine thoughts you know what i mean these are just all things that i've just been been diving into lately you know what i mean and and it's, it's like now that i've i've gotten this house it's like that's one project out the way you know and, and i guess part of it is taking these shrooms it's like like it's it's so interesting how it shows you like i i can't honestly i can't even I, I don't know if it's just new neural pathways being created or what what i don't know what it is or why it's so beneficial but for some reason it just helps me get out of my head and maybe it was just gonna happen anyway but i just feel like it, it helped you know it helped me get out of where i was and then revisit you know and even more so than a vacation or a, a change up in your schedule it's like it helped me change my mental where i was mentally like my whole brain got outside of itself and then came back inside you know and that's exactly how it felt like actually now that i just said that that's the best way i could have said that my brain went outside of itself looked at itself and then came back inside that's crazy or i guess rather my conscience stepped outside of my brain looked at it saw what was going on and then stepped back in so I guess it just changed my pathways. But yeah. It's it's been so useful and and I keep thinking it's like you know, let's like I want I, I wanna go back. But I think I'm gonna do it I think I'm gonna try and pursue it. Maybe like every six months, yeah, or maybe even every three months or four months. Like I, I think it should be something that's like, because or, or, and here's my here's my perspective. Like I said, I mean this is the first time I've done them, so I don't even know. But here's what I'm gonna try. And he, and here's why I say that. I want to. So I just had that experience. I want to squeeze out everything I can out of that experience. So I want to squeeze out every benefit that I had from this new kind of switch up on my life as I can because I don't want to jump too too much, you know what I mean, before I've even mapped out where I'm at now. You know what I mean? I want, I want, I mean, I want to fully map out where I am now, as, or at least as much as I can. I don't think you could ever fully map out your conscious or your brain or your body or life. There's too many variables, but get as many variables from that perspective. So now I'm from this perspective. Figure out all, as many variables as I can. And then switch it up on myself again. Change perspectives. But I need enough time to do that, you know. So I think the six months is good, you know. Um, and I want to try a heroic dose next time. And I do find marijuana helps, but it's not the same. It's not. Um, I do find, like... See, I had a really crazy three weeks. You know, 
just traveling to Arizona, getting high every single night, and then coming back to Arizona or to Missouri with my cousin, staying up super late every single night, slugging out of work, getting through the day, coming back, doing something after sleeping so little and then going to work and then coming back and then getting high again or doing some form of whatever. Um, you know, just that, just that whole experience, I think as a whole, like really helped me get outside of my head, you know? Like, I feel like I learned a lot about me within this past three weeks and now I'm remapping, you know? And so I just feel like a whole retreat, maybe even like, like even starting off with like a week of just, you know, being somewhere different than a week of just fun and then take shrooms and then oh, another week just to recalibrate, you know? And then also that, that near miss of a, of a situation that, that could have radically changed everything in my life. Could have radically changed everything. I think that definitely affected me too. Um, and I'm talking about whenever I almost hit that car, running that red light. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 weird, but you know and. And part of this podcast is just detailing out my life, right? So just, like, getting as much data recorded as I can about my mental, so. You know, and just growing up. Um, and also, also because I was afraid. I, I, because one of my projects is just proving that we can, like... Well, trying to ask the question, like, what do you mean by our prefrontal cortex or frontal lobe part that, or whatever it's called, the hippocampus, the part of your brain that isn't developed until you are 25? Like, what do you mean by that? It's like, it's, it's like, what do you mean? Like, it just, it can't, it's not developed. It's like, it's like you're trying to tell me that that it's on some type of, like, natural thing. It's like, no, you don't get stronger by aging. You get stronger by working out, you know, by exercising. You get more healthy by exercising. It's, it's like you have to work that piece of your your brain. And so to think that a kid just isn't able to do that was because they don't have to. They don't they're not expected to you know what i mean that's what i think that's my theory and i'm trying to gather as much data while i'm still young as i can because you know time flies and i just feel like i can't say the same whenever i'm older and and uh yeah but i I do believe that you know like a lot of it is just collecting data and information you know and and unfortunately that takes you know, in order to collect information that takes, and here's where Jordan Peterson came in, why I'm so grateful, why I truly think that, you know, it's his fault that I'm where I am. It's, it's just this idea of taking up responsibility, walking into the darkness, being afraid, but keeping your chin up, you know, being confident, well, not being, well, being confident enough to keep moving and keep pushing and, and and having some type of belief in yourself, you know, just enough, like I said, just enough belief in yourself to, to take one step, you know, and, and, and having a process for dealing with stress, you know, being able to break things down into manageable pieces, um, or fears in the, in the manageable pieces that you can overcome. And also taking control of your life in small portions, like bits by bits. And then all of a sudden, it's like you you just keep taking steps and you look back and you're like, how the hell did I end up here? Like, that's seriously what it feels like. And, and having that, 
that process of dealing with life, that's what helps you, you know, one, because, well, one, you, you have to have some type of direction if you want to grow, because you don't grow by sitting, you know what I mean, it's like, you don't, you don't do anything by sitting, it's, it's not gonna happen, like, you have to do something if you want to grow, and that's up to you, um, or you could be a miserable, unhappy human being, and that's, I mean, like I said, that's up to you, because some people actually do want that. Like, you'd be surprised how many people just want their life to suck so bad so they can talk about it. You know what I mean? Because suffering is a valuable commodity. You know, the winners don't... I mean, the winners succeed, but the only but they don't get recognition necessarily. I mean, they do. Maybe that's not true. But it's hard because you don't get recognition along the way. And then once you do get there... People recognize the struggle up until a certain point, and then it starts to become more of a rejection. It's like, okay, you are here, but it's just like, like people question whether you deserve, and you probably question. You know what I mean? Like right now, I already question. It's like, you know, how lucky I am I that I got this house? It's like, because a lot of what happened for me was things that happened for me, like the fact that. My parents don't charge me rent. I was able to get a job. No one, I mean, people wanted me to go to college, but it's like I still had that choice and I had the confidence enough to say, I want this. You know what I mean? But, and that confidence isn't something to take for granted either. A work ethic isn't something to take for granted. Like, that was, in a way, I believe that was given to me. You know, that mentality. Like, that was something that I had to learn and pick up like that wasn't something that i just figured out necessarily i think pieces of it and how i go about it i figured out you know but but you absorb what you see you know what i mean there's a saying that um i don't know who said it but it was like raise a raise a boy to to raise a boy and like whatever and and he won't fall far from the tree or he won't he won't go far from it um in his adult years you know what i mean and, and and so yeah so i mean i have to be thankful about that you know and also just the wealth that i have like the ability to even be asking questions like what do i want to do in my life like how am i going to achieve freedom you know how and then figuring that out um what is the next step, you know? Like, I don't have to worry about food. See, to me, food eating isn't the next step. It's how am I going to buy a house is the next step. Like, that's crazy. Imagine going from from what's my next meal to what's the next step towards buying a house to buying my first property. Like, that's like accumulating wealth. And then, in other words, accumulating freedom. Because to me, money, money, and freedom are the same thing. Because that's your time. That's your time right there. You know what I mean? You trade time for money. So in a sense, money equals time, right? So then, and it's a ratio. You know what I mean? So, so, uh, you know, so you have your time in your bank. And then you get interest on your time. So you get paid for for time that you did. And then also you get paid for the time. Well, you get paid for your time that you clock in and clock out. Then you put your time into a bank. And your bank collects interest. So it collects interest on the initial time, on the principal time. But then there's a way where you can collect large sums of money from your initial time. You could put in X amount of time. You can borrow time. And get more time from it. Automatic. Um, and that's freedom. Your time is, is freedom. That's how I see it. Well also. Also the ability to use your time in very specific ways. To be able to decide. How you want to spend your time. Is freedom. In my opinion. And that's the beauty of, like, that's why 
I'm capitalistic because I just I love that idea of you know I can own my time like I can own my value you know that's and I can sell that however I want I can um I can spend a small amount of time now that will grow over the time of uh, of the U.S. And then I can start having that initial investment of my time start to become worthy or start to become, start to accumulate the time of tons of other businesses altogether. That's S&P 500. You know, the time that other, I can make money by putting in my money to get other people's money to me. Well, other people's money that they guarantee me from taking my money initially. From taking my investment into them, they start paying me. And then I start making money off of other people's time. For providing a, a passive service. Like, that's beautiful, you know what I mean? Like, that's ownership, you know what I mean? And I guess that's that's the crucial difference to me. Anyway, I'm about to end this podcast. It's been, it's been a minute. Um, or it's been an hour. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, I don't know. If you want to support this podcast, go to my website, That'll be insane.